Everyone, welcome to another edition of Founder Wisdom Podcast. Today with us, we have Kadi Ravan, Jaya Chandiran, that's a long name, uh, CEO and founder of Culture Hire, and a bunch of other uh, cool companies that we're going to talk about. Kadi, can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about your companies? Okay, so uh, Kadi Ravan, Jaya Chandiran, uh, have a long history of com- you know, work history, have 13 plus years of experience with different companies, different uh, background. Uh, and uh, currently manage Culturire, right? So Culturire is a place for uh, employers to primarily hire culturally fit candidates. And that's primarily because uh, the evolution of recruitment or recruitment as a space hasn't seen a lot of innovation in the past. Uh, The last time we had innovation was like 30, 40 years ago, right? When job boards came into play. And after that, yeah, so we are trying to break that and we're trying to moreover integrate work and interviews so that you could probably work with someone before you hire them don't not just do interviews and hire them yeah that's pretty much we're doing and we are a four months old startup like pretty uh, recent but in terms of growth we are seeing some exponential uh, growth in that area i really love the concept of a of that business and i'm curious to learn more about the business model but first how do you uh, find the the companies that you want to work with and how do you find the, the candidate that would be a good culture fit for them? Uh, so uh, how we solve the problem of hiring is uh, use edtech as a tool, right? Uh, bringing education as a play uh, before any candidate gets hired. This is already in, is existing uh, in various forms, in various ways and various levels uh, uh, for someone to get executed or get hired as an executive they should have done the job already, right? Uh, so there is no playbook out there. There's no resume out there. But for a fresher, uh, it's education. What they learn, are they able to think and are they able to apply uh, where this is done primarily in universities and colleges or some form of internship and training or institutional training. At Culture we're bringing all that into one platform where you can come and learn about a job, right? Um, and do that literally and solve a public problem where you can take all this assets with you, right? Uh, and then showcase to your employer. So the first in, uh, first ones to come and uh, trust us is the candidates or the learners uh, from the market. And uh, eventually, once the quality is seen in the market, recruiters are or man- hiring managers reach out and they want to hire, they hire them and then they go out, right? So that's the primary inflow and outflow at this point in time. Yeah. So, okay. Um, the candidates, are they coming like inbound on the website mm-hmm. and your potential clients, do you reach out to them? How do you get in touch with them? Okay, so uh, primarily the uh, growth, you know, go-to-market strategy has been such that uh, we would not outreach employers and convince them to come and try us because this is a very new concept and people are not going to be open about trying something in 40 years, right? Uh, what, we, uh, what naturally happened is... Uh, and or we, we were little accidental and you know uh, cautious decisions sometimes we did our uh, presentations of our learners to break their fear factor in linkedin live right and that was seen by some of the recruiters and uh, hiring managers they eventually reached out to the candidates directly and they were like hey i saw your presentation with uh, them and i'm you know uh, wanted to talk to you and then hire you right and uh, yeah so 20% of our learners are uh, getting jobs in their 12th week of journey, wherein the actual uh, program is set for 16 weeks. And how do you pay them to learn? Tell us a bit more about that model. <laughs> okay, so uh, we, we kind of tried a lot of different models, but the intent is to 
monetize the learning journey. So the current monetization model is that the learners pay every institution, college or anybody to teach them skill. And uh, the institutions invest heavily on this folks, getting the trainers and others, and then um, uh, they go out, right? But we wanted to reverse engineer this. What if we keep the entire process super lean and ensure or super focus on every single learning element, build a course out of it or find some free resources out there, make these people learn in a self way, but they will not do it until unless there is a reward system in place and build an a uh, very convincing reward system so that they push themselves to learn, right? So the learning primarily happens 80% self, 20% guided. Um, and there is this reward system that, that's in play that they go and fetch, right? So that that kind of help uh, get that, right? And how many and, employees do um, you have right now? The number of customers, the learners you're talking yes. about? Yes, the, no, the, the clients, uh, but you can also tell us about how many learners. Okay, so the number of employers whom, uh, who have tried our um, learners are 17, who have successfully hired are seven, right? Uh, like they have not made successful hires so far because of the early journey of it, but I'm confident that they will definitely do more, right? And how many companies are hiring? Uh, total 17. Okay, 17 companies, and you call yeah. them learners? No, they are... They're more over our stakeholders. Right? The companies are uh, stakeholders who are eventual revenue makers or people who hire. Any companies we call mostly startups. These are the learners are 504 as of today, right? And day before yesterday, we were only about 317 or something, right? Uh, we kind of got 200 users just in the last two three days. Wow, that's yeah. that's kind of rapid growth. Um, I mean, only in four months, I'm. I'm just curious, like how did uh, did all of these folks come in? Do you know, like what channels do you use to get all, <laughs> that many people? Absolutely, right? So this uh, having to build trust, like these are actual enrollments to our programs itself, right? These are not registered users I'm talking. So uh, registered users, we don't even look at the data, right? It's very relevant. So um, the very first cohort, I had five people. I posted on a, posted a job in a job board. Uh, five people turned out. Uh, four people left the program. One person continued to be there. This person eventually became an execution machine for the company and then hired him full-time. The second cohort after, 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 happened after two months, right? After this person was completing the journey, I waited patiently for this person to complete it. And then used this person's presentation, the data he collected, the process, right? He, his work is the product, correct? His, his outcome is the product. So I waited patiently for that and then I started marketing that. Uh, and some of my students, right, when I teach Excel, uh, saw this and then they came forward. The second cohort had 35 people enrolled, 16 people got retained throughout the entire learning journey, right? It's more retention of 50, 60% for, for a long 16 week program, right? Wherein the current market competitors do two or 3%, right? Retention for a, such a long period of program I'm talking about, like, right? Then the third cohort, uh, we had a few more growth. The fourth cohort, we had a few more growth. We waited patiently, worked on them, ensured that their outcome is there. Uh, invested heavily on their uh, learning outcomes. Then we asked them uh, when we were planning for our GTM for this cohort, we simply asked them, hey, if you trust us that we will do a good job, can you not refer your friends and families? They were already referring. Our referral rates were at 30, 35% for the second, third, fourth cohort on average. Uh, but this cohort, uh, it shot up to 76%. 
and there were two entire family members who are in the same age group who got enrolled to this program right like seven members in one family and four members in another family entire cousins everyone were there in the program yeah that's interesting what's your business model how how do you make money with that so uh, we kind of have a different model we know that monetizing a learning journey is not going to be easy uh, if you don't take money from learners right we don't take a single penny from them uh so uh, we've been trying to do a lot of affiliates in certain degrees and angles uh but my majority of learning or some degree of money comes from uh asking these folks to review some of my excel courses on udemy or other platforms right that kind of doesn't have a direct revenue model to me but it kind of elevates the revenue that i would get from other other sources uh last month we did uh, only about 5000 rupees like somewhere around 62 dollars and 63 dollars the rest of the money i invested from my pocket and i have real good conviction that uh this would uh pick up and people would eventually start hiring from us and eventually we could convert that into our uh revenue model right the current cost of hiring in in you know globally on average is around 1000 per hire and uh, that's that's very expensive for every company right be it a small company or an enterprise organization and uh, the intent is we should bring that down maybe less than 500 dollars uh, at the same time not compromise on the quality of the candidates they hire so uh, like it's it's a long bet but i really feel that uh, it's it's going to be that and what's the price what how how much do you get paid from that okay so uh, if you get in india if you look at 15000 that's about uh, 240 to 250 right and when when you activate the actual revenue channel uh, uh when that happens it will be the 100% of your margins right once you successfully build a model which we already have right uh the learning journey the cost of investment for the learning journey is actually very less right a lot of edtech companies have 70 80% margins in this area itself rest of the cost primarily goes into operations and other areas uh and uh, I, i think marketing is one of the primary areas that they invest heavily on uh since the conviction of the product is not there right uh wherein in our case uh, the marketing cost is almost nothing right so i i spend 500 rupees to buy a canvas subscription that is definitely a marketing cost uh but uh, leaving aside that is no other extra cost and our investment for them to get that quality learning is anywhere between 20 and 30000 in indian rupees uh per cohort right and okay. that's very and very in uh, usd that's like a thousand or uh, something like that no nah, no nah, that's less about 300 dollars for mm-hmm. the entire cohort uh per one month of learning uh that would okay. put up maybe 1000 dollars for the entire learning journey okay and so as a business i come and see you um and you potentially refer me one candidate that would be a good culture fit for my company and that mm-hmm. is, that cost 300 dollar per month per employee per person. is that it yeah okay yeah. perfect yeah how do you make sure that they fit with my culture say that my culture we're all about over communication we're all about performance um mm-hmm. we're all about teamwork and iq and entrepreneurship how do you make mm-hmm. sure that my candidate that i get will uh, share these same values as my company Okay, this is a very difficult item to figure out itself, right? Your aside, keeping aside skills, your values as an organization should definitely match with the person's values as well, and those should definitely, you know, vary from person to person. Instead of like in in current situation, what you would be doing uh, is uh, find a candidate, talk to that candidate once, twice, thrice, four, and five times, right? Until you have the conviction. But in case of culture, what happens is you don't talk to the candidate on a context from a resume. 
right resume is a uh, uh, you know a summarized version of your proof of work but at culturear you are actually seeing the person like if you go and give the person a feedback hey uh, what you used for scripting or talking to this candidate or customer today is actually not a good conversation you should improve on that right you can deliver that actual feedback uh, where will we will enable that right you can come and talk to them and it's not an interview you are having a conversation and once you see the person taking the feedback constructively improving it you can come next week have a conversation with the same candidate or the person and see what, where that person is in terms of skill personality or the feedback taking or in terms of personal values itself right and not only you seeing them they are also seeing you a lot beyond the interview right uh, how you give feedback when things go wrong and uh, uh, what kind of expectation you have from an employee right so they see all these things uh, which they would typically not see in an interview right and that becomes a ground play or playground for both of you to understand each other yeah how's the and culture... for now this happens on zoom yeah right? <laughs> yeah for sure how's the culture at your company and what advice would you have culture wise for other startups out there okay so um, my okay the culture and culture is uh, something that we want to build very lean and for the future generation right um, i'm i've never been a fan of uh, bureaucratic organization uh, you know uh, and hierarchical based organization at all right uh, i want the startup to be the same uh, and we have three primary policies at uh, culture one have intent of being useful right intent is the primary metric that we will drive uh, there is no letting the guard down on that area uh, second is on execution um, and uh, third one is have a lot of free time right so uh, with intent we we ensure every single decision we make like even the messages we send to customers or our uh, candidates we look at them like hey are we including something that is not necessary for them like hi how are you hope you're doing well hope you're doing well is not necessary for a current generation who is serious about learning right they need or when they get a message from you they expect an update they think hey okay someone from culturear is messaging let me see what it is right and uh, hope you're doing well is not the first thing they want to see subconsciously right we want to be useful there itself hey uh, we have a meeting tomorrow at this point in time right that's what we first talk and that's the intent of being useful uh next is on execution obviously when you think of intent and you find the right people to work with uh, obviously execution will happen third is on free time um i feel uh, like i strongly believe that uh, like we should work very very less but we should work very very effectively uh, so we have a four day work policy and a six hour work policy right uh, so we 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 haven't gotten there yet but uh, we're trying hard to get there only four days a week and six hours a day right uh, nothing more and nothing less and what advice would you have for startups that do not yet have a culture fully figured out yet i think culture starts with the founders right uh, they they should literally think about like they need not have a product they need not have uh, a customer but they should have real conviction in their product that they're visioning about and uh, they should start thinking about culture as equally as important as the product uh, and uh, the way you think about culture like we talk about culture but we don't talk about what kind of culture would get them to where they are or where they want right uh, it's the culture of you thinking about customers and obsessive you know obsessively thinking about being useful to them uh, or 
tweak the product, iterate the product in such a way that the customers would want, uh, not someone would give the money for you, right? Uh, so they they have to build that culture in their brains first, and then hire people who really believe in that. Uh, like I think a lot of founders uh, take the uh, you know uh, efforts out of their plate when when things go uh, when the scale uh, you should you know they would stop hiring and then they would let others do hiring i think in my view at least the first 500 employees of the organization should be directly hired sourced from your end right it should not be outbound it should be primarily inbound you should strongly you know build such a culture within the organization and that would go into your product as well right and customers are going to see that uh, so yeah it should start with you and do that love it well kadzi where can people find out more about you I'm like pretty much active on LinkedIn every single time. I spend a lot of time there and yeah, um, it's like not pretty much active elsewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess your website as well. So culture yes. with a K, hire.com, culture with a K, hire.com. Absolutely. 